1: What is up, Atlanta? And welcome back to the Active Atlanta Podcast for our first—I guess technically our second—edition with Joe and I on uh, the healthy, the strong, and healthy project. Healthy strength,
2: strong. yeah, we got to get it right: strength and health project. Yep.
1: strength and health project. That's what it is. That's strength it and is. health
2: time capsule. Yeah, that's right. We're going back in time with this. So, one. Yeah, yeah, the strength <laughs> and health
1: project. And I tell you what, like uh, it, it, the name is the name is tough sometimes because I, uh, even though we're talking about strength, right. And like health, it's really just about being a resilient human to me. Right. Like, uh, like everything that we're talking about, it's, it's this time capsule of strength articles and, um, it applies to so many areas of life and that just, and a lot of stuff that falls outside of like weight training and, and strength and conditioning and, and, uh, physique, right. Like, uh, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. The first one though Joe, I was excited. I, this one got me fired up. I see why you like this book so much, man. The Time Factor, Article One.
2: Yeah, it's a great piece about just how to utilize your time and be efficient. And uh, uh, John gets us going right away. Um, and then two, it leads off with a super actionable. It, it ends with like this super simple program that anyone can start right now, right today, if you have access to a barbell. So no, yeah. it's a it's a solid piece. Um, and. I think anyone who picks up the book should read this first article because it's going to be a great preview. I, I'm I'm about three quarters away I've done the book. Um, but it's a great preview of the style of the book. I mean Yeah. <laughs> and my biggest draw to it is is this is this sort of masculinity that John writes with is yeah. needed right now. <laughs> it is great balance to so yeah. much bullshit yeah. <laughs> being thrown around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um you no, know, case in point, like my school district just got some national press a little bit by this this discipline policy that we're putting out where they're they've decided to, you know, whatever they're catering towards, it's just pretty interesting. Uh this guy caters to no one. <laughs> like yeah, I you, love it. you you come here to uh work hard and, and get big, or um you can go somewhere else. Or you you know, go- know what I mean? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah dude for sure and like for sure like uh it's definitely like some refreshing uh tonality for sure and and just verbiage but it's it's areas that man like it's it's just being like a a tough human right like yeah uh and i love what you said there at the end too where it's like yeah uh it's it's catering to no one right i guess it's catering to a specific type of person it doesn't matter male female regardless uh if you want to get strong Here's how you do it. If you want to gain weight, here's how we go. It's yep. but this. These are what we. This is what we do. And if you don't like yep. it, you can, you can move on. You can find somewhere else.
0: Yes, it's it's yeah. good
2: stuff. So um, I'm sure. fired up. I like yeah. the initial. And I think the initial story here in this first um, setup, I think it's one that every American, every you know, um, every family, everyone who's trying to be a parent and have a family, keep a hobby, keep in shape we can all relate to like, mm-hmm. utilizing your time effectively um, yeah. still staying strong. So it's a great start. And anyone, listen, I'm telling you, get on Amazon, wherever you buy your books, uh, keys to progress, uh, John McCollum, check it out. Um, it's a standard. Uh, and I think you alluded to it before, um, before this chat that he he was onto a lot of things. And yeah. the deeper you, the deeper you get into this book, you realize that, you know, he was onto a lot of things and, this also makes me kind of endear. There's, there's certain people who are endearing to me, like, uh, like Donnie Thompson, for one, he's a guy mm-hmm. who trains alone in Columbia, South Carolina. First guy, total 3000 pounds. And he said, he goes, I don't need research to know it works. Yeah. I just need to do it. <laughs> you yeah, know? Right. If it works. It works. And you know, yeah. you, and he says it all the time. You can do the research. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep training. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> awesome. Oh,
1: for sure. Well, it's like, uh, And we're going to get into it because like you said a quote before we got chatting here that's like, man, I think it's so powerful. And uh, but the um, you're right, man, like it comes down to it where it's like there's all these like little tricks and biohacks that people want to try to do and say they have and everything. But at the end of the day, you just got to put in the work, right? And put in the the right type of work. So um, and what do I mean by the right type of work? Let me get after this because, man, I'm telling you, when I was when, when I was going through reading this opening story. I swear this was like a peek into my like high school lifting career, you know? <laughs> yes. All of us have been here. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts open like this. So I'll read a little excerpt here. <clears throat> There's a young man down the street from me who trains with weights. He's been at it for three years now, but you'd never know to look, you'd never know it by looking at him. He's got no build at all. <laughs> my grandmother's been dead for 12 years and she probably still looks better than he does. <laughs> Yep. Just right there. Call the guy <laughs> yeah. out. Man, look, when I graduated or when I started high school, I was roughly the same height that I am now. I'm about 185 from a weight standpoint, right? But then when I started high school, I was a buck 30, you know, like 130 pounds, roughly the same height. And I'm like, you know, so six foot, six foot dude at 130, and it's, you're gangly, you know, <laughs> there's this, it's tough to gain weight.
2: It's all follows the same boat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where, you remember your stats where were you at
2: man i graduated high school at 155 i soak in wet bro like and it was trying to play football it was really hard uh i think i was a bit of a late bloomer too i put on i put on 30 quick pounds between my fresh between my senior year of high school and and my sophomore year uh but it's hard and i can remember you know What's, what's some other terms, uh, chicken chest. That was one, mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know, just being straight skinny, skinny leg syndrome. So. I still struggle yeah, that, with that one. That's you know? right. That's right. So <laughs> yeah, we can all relate to it. And this, yeah, um, and, and it pulls up my heartstrings because what dude doesn't look at Arnold, what dude doesn't look at like a big guy and go, I'd like that. We all, <laughs> we all want it. We all want chesticles. <laughs> You know what I mean? We, we all want to be 70s. Especially big, in high everybody. school, man.
1: Yes. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in high school. Yeah, man. Um, but anyway, this is where it really spoke to me uh, or it really kind of came into uh, my life, I feel like, because I definitely did this, man, like definitely did this. Uh, he goes, uh, so, you know, going back to this young man, right, who who uh, is struggling to put on weight. Uh, he came over to my house to talk one night. He brought me one one armload of magazines with him. I told him to sit down. He dumped the magazines on the coffee table. He's a thin, jittery type. He sits on the sofa like his pockets were full of broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, man. It, he's nervous. He's gonna go talk to this big dude about getting strong. <laughs> he's putting yeah. himself out there. He's talking about how he wants to how he wants to gain weight. I could see it. I could see it.
2: and we come to find out that the kid is again. He's making no progress, and the situation is. He's not focused in his effort. And, and I think, you know, back in the 60s when this is written, and, and it's funny to me how things don't change, really. You know, things kind of stay the same if you really get down in it. Where, yeah, right now, back then, a handful of different articles, trying all these different things, trying all these different methods, training for so much and getting no progress. I mean, this is a common story now. Sure. How much people, people are wasting their time on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to follow this guru today. I'll hear this article and go try it. You're that. dating so, yourself
1: now, Joe. It's, it's everyone's on TikTok and and uh, Instagram. TikTok. They're not on Facebook anymore. Yeah. yeah well,
2: <laughs> listen, but it, it's the same deal, right? Rather mm-hmm. than, you know, get a book, try a program, follow a method. Um, You can run around just like this little guy, um, uh, like a chicken with your head cut off, you know what yeah. I mean? Keep trying and bouncing around different things. So, there's so many aspects of this that 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 are still relatable today
1: yeah for sure so i'll skip some of the details here in the in the in the story but you're you're spot on so essentially like man i remember back in high school uh it was it was magazines still i remember going to like <laughs> I remember going to like uh like you know different grocery stores or whatever, going to the magazine section, picking up Men's Health and all these other and all these other magazines and figuring out like and flipping through trying to get the next workout, and, like literally like writing it down on a piece of paper, right? Because I didn't want to pay for the magazine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and like uh yeah, and there's all and the and then that was the time where like supplements were, were getting like really big, at least in my life, right? So like there's always these free samples of supplements that you could get out of there, and like uh yeah, I totally n- understand the chaos or remember the chaos too, and it's still there. Um, but essentially the moral of the story is here was a kid who was chase, who was, um, trying to gain weight and he was looking at all these perceived gurus, right? And he's getting pulled a thousand different directions. And something that you said, Joe, before we got going, that was so powerful was he was chasing everything and achieving nothing. Right. Yeah, that's right. Chasing everything and achieving nothing. I was like, man, that's spot on because it's the same thing that we do now. It's the same thing. It's just on social media instead of in a magazine.
2: Well, you come to find in the story that the Kids training three hours a day. And then he the guy asks him, Well, what are you doing? He goes, I'm doing this. And it says it should be get me here. And he goes, Well, are you? And the guy goes, <laughs> No. He goes, yeah. Okay, well, let's do something else. So for sure. It, it, I think there's a moment where he goes, Well, why don't you take a, why don't you become a longshoreman? Because at least then you'll get paid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you'll still be skinny. So yeah. <laughs> like it's so excellent. And and how many times have we been there and where I've where I've solved this most, and I still continue to see this, I love CrossFit because it gets people training hard again, but people lose focus. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do Helen with the class. Oh, I'm gonna hit back squats because I want to be stronger. And then, oh, tomorrow I'm gonna do Murph and an extra snatch session. Like it, and then at the end of the day, listen, you'll look good. Uh, you'll learn a bunch of different things, but if your focus is, and then you have, if your focus is getting, you know, seventies big, that's not the way to do it. And then two, I've also seen the CrossFit is great because a lot of people would walk in with this idea. I want to lose weight always, or they have their initial goal, but then you see a muscle up, you see the Olympic weightlifting, you see the gymnastic stuff and end up chasing all these different things. And then you come to the trainer a few weeks later, you're like, well, how come this isn't happening? And well, you stop doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that yeah. can happen too. There's lots of distractions that, um, that can blind you. And I don't know if blinding is the right word, but you can, you're just distracted and you're not focusing your effort. And you come to find out that when you're not focusing your effort, you're not efficiently training towards your goal and, you, and, and, and progress kind of plateaus off.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, um, yeah, because then, you know, uh, they go in to finish up the story with uh, gaining weight isn't complicated, right? Gaining weight isn't complicated. It's the easiest (laughs) thing in the world to do, but there are certain principles you have to follow, and this kid wasn't following any of them. So, and one of the most important items is the amount of time you spend in the gym. You don't need to spend very long at it. If you're trying to gain weight, you're way better off doing too little than too much. That's a weird concept. Uh, Three-hour workouts are fine for an advanced man with nothing else to do. Um, but they're suicide for a guy trying to build up. And then let's be reasonable about it. Anybody who wants to work, who works for a living and spends three hours a day working in a, out, in a, who spends three hours a day working out is making a social outcast of himself. That's right. Keep them up. And the next sound you'll hear is your old lady cackling as she runs out the door for the milkman.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He loves. Yeah. <laughs> You're not paying attention to me. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'll go, I'll go dabble um, in the local help, but, um, and he's right. I think he's right about all this. I mean, and, and again, he's, he's hitting some great points and, and I, let me, let me talk about the weight gain thing. And he's, and I've experienced both sides of this recently. So, um, I put a goal getting to 200 pounds. And when I started it, I was about 183 Mm -hmm. and I got to using this book. Um, and, I got to about 192 mm-hmm. easy. It took me about, you know, a week to 10 days. I, I got real quick. But I've been plateaued at 192 uh, for about two weeks and I finally broke to 194 and I had to curb my enthusiasm. I had to stop doing stuff. Um, yeah. and that was a big thing because I'm only working out three days a week. I've actually been working out to a timer. I set my timer for 90 minutes. And my nice. goal was to get the workout uh, from this uh, article done in under 90 minutes the other day I actually got it done in uh 48 minutes i was gassed and i did it in 48 minutes A i slowed down i slowed down and got um some things in and was able to make some progress rate wise by giving some more rest between and still under 90 but look it he's right if you want to put on muscle mass you have to slow down even with me coaching softball between sessions Um, and, and running a little bit on, I run a little bit on, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I've had to trim that down a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you want to put on weight, it's, it's bang the weights, uh, eat your food and,
1: and slow down. Yeah, dude, for sure. And I think like where this guy was on to like John McCollum was on to so many other things, like his world was old school bodybuilding, right? Like Mm -hmm. he put on size, that's what he did, but the principles that he's talking about are applied in every other aspect of training. It's insane. Like, uh, like, I mean, look, like I get the opportunity to work with um, really elite level athletes on, in, in multiple different realms, right? Like rather we're talking about top five draft picks in the NFL, or we're talking about pro soccer players or Olympic level Olympic lifters. Right. Or we're talking about CrossFit games, athletes, or we're talking about uh, world record holder uh, power lifters. Like we've had the opportunity to work with them all. And the, what you can't do and the mistake you'll make is trying to do too much, uh, and you're trying to do too much too often and you're not being dedicated to a process, right? Yes. Everyone's trying to achieve an end result when really what you want, what you're trying to do is, is be dedicated to a system, dedicated to a process and don't get shiny object syndrome. Because, yeah. I'm sorry. I was just going to say like, whether your goal is weight gain or weight loss, guess what? The principles are the same, right? Like, uh, you have to, you can't, it's slow and steady. It's a progress, uh, it's a process, or excuse me. And you, uh, and if you're trying to, and if you do do these, like, um, these, these, uh, get rich quick schemes and in the, in the world of like, uh, of like your body. Right. So like get fit quick schemes, like it's just not going to work, right. You're, you're going to get burnt out. You're, you're trying to do too much too, too soon. You're not creating the right habits and you'll end up being in a worse place than you, when you started off.
2: And I think the thing to pick up here that's not kind of said plainly is, um, if you're just starting something, you shouldn't be doing what the elite guys doing anyway. One hundred percent, yeah. And even and you'll come to find as you read the story and you get into uh, the real keys to the progress, there is a set system. And in the beginning of that system, no matter who you are or um, what you've done, the this bulk phase means you you go to high volume, uh, low set. Uh, big compound movements to bulk up and you yeah. limit activity. And his deal is put on the bulk, get strength and power, find your definition and you go through this system and you, you just can't do it all at once. So no uh, way. it's a, it's a, it's a sweet reminder to that, to just focus your efforts. And, um, you know, more isn't always better, man. You no know, way. um, the right amounts, the right amount. So, right.
1: Because at the end of the day too, like, oh man, I was just talking with the patient yesterday about this. Um, and he alludes to a little bit here for sure, you know, in a joking way, but it's so true. And I see it, I see it consume people's lives where, um, what good is it to be? All right. So Joe, Joe say like, all right, you dedicate yourself to this process, uh, to get to, we'll call it two twenty, right? Like you're yeah. really trying to get up there. And so you spend every waking moment that you're not working, uh, trying to get to this body goal. Right. And trying to, yeah. and, but then like, at the sacrifice of what, like how many softball games would you have to miss for that? Or like how many memories would you miss with (laughs) your wife? Right. Like how many, like how many moments of like, you want to enjoy life. That's why you're trying to training so hard. So you had the capacity to enjoy life. Right. So um, don't get lost in the sauce there either. Like if you're training three hours a day on top of living, having a full-time job, he kind of alludes to it. Like you can't, you can't have, uh, you can't be that dedicated to everything. Right. Like, that's why you got to be efficient with what you practice.
2: Yeah. Well, essentially too, I realize if let's say right now, the initial goal is 200 and I think I can do it. Like I'm going to have to keep it up without losing softball practice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my buddy, this guy who's going to be helping me build the shed, he invited me to do this 18 mile ruck with a unit um, mm. at JBLM. And I really want to do it, but I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't think I can or I can't make this. <laughs> so, so I have to, again, this is where I, I I'm guilty of as anybody, right? Like um, yeah. and my buddies at work were like, Joe, you can say no to people. I was like, but I want to do that. That yeah. sounds really fun. You know what I mean? Right. So then it's also like, you know what I can still have fun. You know, what's the matter of five pounds here with, with what I want to do. So, you know, I, I like what you said there, man, really prioritize things. Cause I know one thing I'm not giving up. I'm I, when I coach, uh, when I coach my kids, I coach them hard and I'm having a blast coaching a softball team. So I know if it's between the ruck mark, uh, giving up the ruck march and, uh, coaching softball to get my 200 pounds quicker, um, I'll probably have to give up the ruck march, but I'm not giving up family time. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. And then that
1: softball practice. And so, no, I think that's a good point, man. No, it's important to you. It. Right. And know that you don't have to give it up. Like you don't have to, uh, just stop lifting, Joe, so that you can coach your daughter's softball team. <laughs> that's right. right? Like that's, right. that's not the memo. That's not the message either. It's just let's be realistic and let's be uh, uh, cognizant of what keep the important things important, right? <clears throat> well, there's a there's a great gambling commercial
2: by um, uh, Steve Mariucci does it, and it's 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 essentially the keys to not being a degenerate gambler. It's uh, a <laughs> know, know your limits. <laughs> and don't
1: extend them <laughs> right, right. I mean, come yeah. on gang so for sure uh, yeah and, you know this- just to just to like come full circle with that right like like to go on to say like you only have so much energy to give right like know your limits yeah. uh anything any extra time past that is largely wasted right so like yeah. you're not even you're, you're doing diminishing returns anyway right uh so weight training is concentrated and really, fitness, health, and or like fitness is concentrated, right? Um, you reach a point of diminishing returns very quickly. So then he gets into his workout that he likes to go into. I don't know. Yeah. You've been getting after it here, so explain to me what, what what your experience has been with this with this training protocol he's got you on.
2: Yeah, I like the workout a lot. Um, and let, let's let's lay it out to so what exactly it is. And so, I've tinkered with this in a few. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's so. Um, and the one aspect of this, he just gets right into it. <laughs> there's no like, there's no uh, banded ups. There's no mobility watch sessions. There's like, okay, um, movement one, uh, press behind the neck, two sets of 12. Movement two, um, bent rows, three sets of 15. Movement three, bench press, three sets of 12. Uh, you do it one set of barbell curls, uh, <laughs> one set of 10. Two se- now the workout really is the last three movements I will tell you this um, mm-hmm. having tinkered with this thing what he wants you to do and if, when you read his philosophy is you are you're doing this workout for the squats and you're going two sets of 15 and then pull and you're kind of pairing those with pullovers uh, mm-hmm. and you do the pullovers to stretch the rib box. Love it. Got to stretch the rib box and breathe. That's Uh, right. You're doing pullovers, two sets of 20 paired with the squats, and then you end the session with um, a set of RDLs and a set of uh, hanging leg raises. So um, it's really brute work, Mm -hmm. and I haven't done work like this in a while. So I've always done, like, usually even in weightlifting, I'm going to do a warm-up, I'm going to do some uh, snatch skill work, I'm going to hit a snatch, then I'm going to do heavy pulls and maybe some squats. Um, But this is all barbell all the time, and um, like I've come to find out, the the key to it is uh, the key to this gain is is the squats. The squats get everything, and uh, it it's fun. It's fun to kind of turn your brain off and get back to basics. It's fun to do the simple stuff, and and what's really cool in particular for like an exercise like the bent over row that he prescribes just kind of pulling it to your abdomen and pull it to certain spots, um, rounding your back in the bottom slightly and then arching at the top kind of in this bodybuilder fashion, where you're trying to hit all these different muscles. It's definitely a different stimulus. You know what I mean? And, um, it's been a lot of fun to play
1: with dude. Yeah. You know, like, uh, so it's simple right? Like the worst, the worst things, the worst workouts always tend to be the ones that look really simple on paper,
2: right? Like, oh, I love um, it. I'll get I'll get people telling me all the time. Oh my God, I thought that one was going to be easy. Those yeah. are the ones.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, like it's eight movements. It's a full body workout. I love the dedication to the curls, by the way. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Like we'll put this in there. It's not that important, but we're going to do it.
2: <laughs> don't go so hard on these. They're not big for bulk. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say kind of that kind of highlights one, I would say the as I kind of assess this and go in a week in with it. Um the I think a ver I think a nice vertical pull is missing. I, I mm-hmm. he does talk about chin-ups and pull-ups later on in the book and he adds them into another deal. I would if there's a movement I would like to pick his brain about, it's why he didn't include the chin-ups or yeah. a pull-up variation in this because you're hitting the horizontal pull pretty hard. You know, you got your leg patterns, you're going post your chain, you know, you got your lower push, you got, you got everything, but I don't see that nice vertical pull. So, you know, I'm going to keep going because I like to do pull-ups. Yeah. Um, I would say that that's the one thing missing with it. Mm -hmm. And then there's some other things I was talking to you, no lateral movement. Um, if I were training a freshman football team, perhaps Mm -hmm. I would like this workout to get them bulked up. But as I got closer to season, this would be probably what I would do right after the season. The season yep. ends. Boys, you're gonna be eating cupcakes and cookies all Christmas. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Don't worry. Yep. But you know, as we got closer to season, I'd be looking for opportunities to um, get them moving laterally to break in some transverse plane stuff. But you know, for an initial kid, a guy who's bulking up and you're gonna not be super athletic, this is probably a great little start
1: for sure i think what this is a good what this does a really good job at too, is is building resiliency right like yeah, you got to um, be tough <laughs> man you got to be tough to get through this one but then also like the main point of it is just to, like i look at it a lot of like um like if, with running right so let's let's take it in a totally different spin so like say you're training for your first marathon you're not yeah. going to go out and run 20 you're not going to go out and run a 20 mile plus run right out of the gates right like and you're probably not even gonna care about time, you're not gonna care about distance, you're just gonna go out and set a timer, like say you've never ran before, like, or you've ran very little. Like, let's go set a timer for 20, 30 minutes, just run and let's yeah. do that for a while, right? Like, let's build your base. That's what this is doing. It's definitely yes. building a base. It's is it the end all be all program that like you have to do this or you're not an athlete? Hell no, right? And don't get it wrong either, or don't get it twisted either, guys. Like this is um, a program for building uh, like weight room strength, right. And being a barbell athlete. Right. And there are, um, carryovers to that into sport. But if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, but you know, like, all right, Joe, so you would do this with your football program. You're not going to do any agility work or blah, blah, blah. Like guys look like that is not what we're looking at here. It's more or less like, how can we start a a nice, simple uh, program that's going to help build resiliency, not just from a mindset standpoint, but from a tissue capacity standpoint as well, because you will build with this. And, uh, and it's great. I, what I really like about it too, I do think putting in curl or putting in uh like a vertical pull, like you're talking about, like chin ups, right? Like let's supernate those wrists and let's, and let's pull it that way. That's going to get those biceps a little bit more involved. It's going to open up those shoulders a little bit more too. Um, I do think he was probably looking at these curls as almost like a, uh, uh a break
2: before the, squats. yeah, like
1: a break before you really get after it. Yeah. Like an active
2: recovery. Exactly of what it was. This is yeah. exactly what it was because yeah you can see he's alternating the push pull and then you get into the big leg stuff and it's like, okay, here's the bridge. (laughs) This (laughs) is the, this is toll booth Willie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before before we get after it. But, um, so yeah, I can see that. So, but I would say once you get into it, I'm, I'm going to start flirting with it. So my thought is to hit it for two weeks as is, and then, um, kind of tinker a bit for Mm -hmm. the, the next two weeks. So yeah, I'm really looking at going weighted chin. Instead of uh, curls, but we'll see how it goes. But honestly, I'm thinking um, if progress is being made, why screw with it? That's true. (laughs) If I'm getting, if I'm getting what I want, um, I probably won't mess with it. Cause that's the other thing, right? Can I make this better? Um, Can you, I don't know. I mean, it's good work and, and, and it, and it is, and I'll, I'll just, um, I'll push back on one thing. This, This is, I don't, he didn't write this to create a barbell athlete. This is to create a bigger physique. Right, mm, this is that's strictly, fair. yeah. That's you know fair. What I'm saying? So, um, what I'm thinking about too, he gets into a little bit of weightlifting. So, one of the things I'm thinking about right before I started doing this, I was getting really back into Snatch Clean and Jerk. So, I'm looking for opportunities where can I, where can I snatch Clean and Jerk? And, um, I don't know where I can fit in here. So, I'm thinking, um, if I'm lucky. I can do some power variations at the end. And I'm thinking, yeah. and maybe you can talk, we'll talk through it. I'm thinking maybe like five sets of one to three, just of power variations, you know, maybe do a quick emom like that where mm-hmm. I'm just keeping rhythm with the movement because what ends up happening, um, the next setup is more of a five by five deal and the mm-hmm. weightlifting will be, and he actually does bring in the weightlifting variations where you can train it. But I don't want to be super stale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not that I get super stale with it, but just kind of looking ahead to what I like to do and yep. try to um, bridge my preference with it. Cause that's part of it too. Um, and and one of the reasons I'm enjoying this program is I haven't done something like this in a really long time. Yeah. So there is a novelty aspect to it. And um, sure. he, he hits that on the head too, because he does switch it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, man. I think, um, you know, the only thing I would say there is like uh, if if you are looking at like doing like strict like power movements and trying to get and trying to go after power, like might want to put that at the beginning of this one instead of towards the end because like yeah. if you're going to do all that strength work and then try to hit power, probably not going to be moving as fast as you, as you could have at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but I think you're spot on, man. And there's other things too, like um, you know, like uh, press behind the neck. That's that's a that's an old school powerlifting move. Um, it's great. I do like it if you have the requisite mobility for it. Right. There you go. Uh, I think that that's, I think that that's a missing piece of that too. And that's fine. Cause he's not trying to, he's not trying to dedicate this towards everyone. I think that the behind the neck, uh, press has been demonized inappropriately. Um, you know, like it, it's just like anything, like, uh, if you don't have the range of motion, like, look, if you're not training or if you're not purposely putting yourself 180 degrees up over your head, uh, your arms is what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Life does not demand that life at most will demand 160 degrees. Think about it. Like if you're reaching up reaching for the shelf, reaching for a shelf, you're going to be at 160. You're not reaching straight up overhead. Uh, So I guarantee you, you go to like a group of, especially men, like you go to a group of old men and you, and you tell them to reach their arms up overhead, their shoulders are going to reach their ears and they're going to say, and they're going to be at like 160. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And, uh, and it is, it is what it is. And that's why training is so important. That's why you shouldn't avoid movements because you, don't, uh, because you think that they could be bad or because they've, they put you at end range, right? Like you want to be strong at end range. That's what creates healthy joints, right? Um, but the big thing is, is don't go pushing, be pushing a bunch of weight behind your neck if you haven't even, if you haven't started, if, if you don't have the mobility at all. If you're, if, you know, if uh, it is what it is, we work in uh, a progressively more and more tech driven world. So, if you are spending a lot of time behind a computer, you better make sure that you have the requisite mobility. You might want to start in front of your neck before you go behind the neck and work on some mobility drills um, that you can shamelessly find at Athletes Potentials YouTube page to work on that, to, that you can work on that shoulder mobility with.
2: And uh, I'll tell you, go, staying on that, I, I love what you're saying. I think you're spot on, but I love even there's some like uh, technique pointers when he talks mm-hmm. about how to do some of these movements. And, <laughs> Uh, I love it. I would delicate way wish, to put it. The
1: technique pointers.
2: Yeah. yeah. So even when you're talking about he, the, he his description of the behind the neck press, uh, the best single exercise for the shoulder girdle. Uh, take a uh, take a wide and uh, shoulder width grip and drive the barbell up hard. Don't pause at the bottom when you lower it. Get a rebound and drive it back up hard and fast. And this is great. Don't handle it like a crate of eggs. Be rough. You want to get that crack at the top and, uh, listen, it works. I'll tell you right now, do, do this variation and then just get into some, um, just get into some, uh, um, you know, strict pressing from the front. When you take it a little wider and you start from behind the head, you get a little bit more lat. And that's, what's funny about these movements. Uh, you get some sneaky stuff in, he'll tell you, this is a delt builder, but, you also get traps and lats. Like, like you said, the whole shoulder girl gets hammered with this movement. If you do it right. And just like you said, too, I would recommend people start really slow with this. This is a movement where I would recommend if you haven't done it before, even just go to the barbell yep. and remember progress is progress. I mean, um, I've put 341 pounds over my head. I'm doing this movement right now and it's all I can handle at 43 kilos. Yeah. Right. The first day I did it, I did a set of 40 easy. And then I put, Oh, I'll put three more kilos on. because I want to keep this linear as long as possible. Mm -hmm. I had to stop at 10 and come back and finish the reps. Yeah. And then this second workout, I hit 40 again and I hit the 43 for 15. I got a better night's sleep, lots of factors for that. So I'm going to keep things really linear with this one and build it as we go. Um, cause I want to stay, actually, I want to stay on this as long as possible because I've enjoyed it. So, so take it slow. Uh, duty says, and, um, uh, but you'll see it work, work into, into it. it. That's right.
1: Yeah. Dude. I love it. Yeah. His verbiage is awesome. I think like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it goes into, it, it feeds into the whole, this whole idea of like, don't spend three hours in the gym. What are you doing? Yeah. Right. Like go yeah. in there, 60 minutes, uh, is probably what you need or 90 at most. Right. Yeah. And get after it for those 90 minutes. Don't waste your time. Your time is precious. Right. So, uh, don't handle it like a crate of eggs. Be rough. Right. Um, and then here's something that's interesting. When he starts talking about the squats, right? Uh, the granddaddy of them all, right? As he, yeah. he phrases it. <laughs> he wants you to be at 150% of your body weight for 15 reps.
2: Yeah, That's wild. <laughs> that's 300. So I want to be 200. So I need to get to 315, uh, 300. And um, listen, I did a 220-20 rep a few weeks ago, tinkering with this guy's stuff. And uh, I'm slowly building up to it. Um now I've done high rep back squats but never for high loads like that. <laughs> so so I'm on my march to it and I'm listen and I'm you know I'm a trained barbell guy. I've done a lot of this and uh a fit I'm at 231. Um I'm cl- training in kilo so I did 105 for two sets of 15 uh last week. So the general rhythm I have um uh the first week was 90 105 uh mm-hmm. The, then the second workout, I went 105, 105, and then I'll go 105 and try and build. So that's kind of how I'm laddering up and slowly making the progress.
1: Um, it's going to be a long march uh, yep. to 300. <laughs> <Dude. Yeah. laughs> two uh, two right. sets of yeah. 15 or a set of 15 at 150 percent of your body weight. That's yeah. most people's like goal for their one rep max. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> like, and he means it.
2: Dude. He's like these guys, and he's like this guy did it. You can <laughs> do it. And he goes, if you want a if you want a physique that you could do a contest, this is what's required. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, what I love about all these movements again, and we've heard this story before. And I don't know if he was ahead of it, but you know, we know that the big compound movements, you know, generate the stimulus you want. You know sure. what I mean? So and then that's what you're going. And really the workout is right here. You're doing everything to do this. And he'll tell you later on in the book that if you don't need a five minute rest after these sets you did not go hard enough right <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean
1: yeah and i and that's I something that i'm working on i'm continuously working on in like uh any type of group setting standpoint right is yeah. like intensity of work right like things feel heavy sometimes uh yeah. but they're not heavy like i'm speaking yeah. relatively right like i'm not speaking like in absolute terms but like uh like i know this person can do more right and like yeah. it, it just feels heavy so like yeah that was that was enough like yeah you're well, at like we're a so, four i need you at an eight you know we're so addicted to comfort you know what i mean and, yeah. and you see this like
2: i'm sure you see it more than anybody where people come in with pain and you're like are you hurt or are you injured you know yeah. is it pain or is something happened like come on that discomfort that you fight through is so valuable and and again what he'll say too. He, you know you have it right when you get to 10 or you get to 15 and you know you have five more and it's in doubt. Yeah. Those are the five reps that matter most. True. Get it done. True. Fight through it. And uh, I'm starting to experience it a little bit with this. I mean, and I don't, listen, anyone who's hammering, anyone who's been hammering five sets of five and has a really strong one rep back squat, uh, once you get past eight, Things get real interesting, and I don't care what's on the barbell. You are
1: on that second set, man? It's so mean of them <laughs> two in there. Are you kidding me?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you start thinking about, I could be in bed right now. Like what? Look, co- what your mind does to you in the midst of a hard, long back squat set, and having done a set of twenty, and coming into you know uh, the second week of doing this, it doesn't stop. <laughs> it doesn't get easier. Your mind goes to a wild place. You're like, oh, I can break this set up. It wants to quit. Yeah, but you'll you'll finish, you'll finish, yeah. and then as soon as you put that barbell down, I've gotten into you just drop, and you're just hanging on to it. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, um, and you know, like he was he was truly on. Like you know, this guy, like he, there's flaws, right? Like I'm I'm not gonna fanboy too hard on this guy, but he was yeah. on to a lot of stuff too. Or uh, you know, he starts talking about the pullover. or not, I'm sorry, not the pullovers, but he starts talking about the RDLs, right? Uh, so Romanian deadlifts or stiff-legged deadlifts is what uh, many terms for but he's like uh, the best lower back exercise. This works everything from your heels to the back of your head. And I don't even know if he knew what he was referencing at this point, but like, um, you know, you can you can start drawing this off and the other things as we've made progress, but there's a book called Anatomy Trains. And uh, they talk about all these different fascial plans that our body has and the, and the interconnectedness between our muscles, even though there's not direct, uh, directly um, associated attachment points. And one of the things that he's talking about there is the superficial back line. And this superficial back line is like essentially this, this fascial plane that literally attaches from your, um, occiput, which is this, the bump on the back of your head. If you feel the back of your head, you feel that bump and it goes <laughs> all the way down to, into your heels. <laughs> like, and so like they all form, they can form tension on each other that way. So like he was talking about that exactly. And being strong and that is important, um, because it kind of helps support the whole posterior chain. Um, but then I love what he finished up with, right? Like,
2: Oh, uh, you're talking about that last sentence. Yes, last last, last couple sentences. The last couple
1: sentences is great, right? Because like training um, gold, right here. Oh man, it's gold because like you can train hard all you want, sure. Like and all this stuff is really important, but uh, he starts talking at the very end. He goes, uh, "When you finish your workout, have a shower and forget about it uh, until your next training day. Get plenty of sleep, rest, and eat lots of good food. You'll gain weight, right?" That's it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Period. Microphone drop get yeah. out don't forget three times a week this one workout you know yeah. monday wednesday friday or tuesday thursday saturday hit it but um no it's super it's simple it's clean and look there's a lot more coming on that get plenty of sleep and rest and eat lots of good food but who's who's doing that these days
1: no one right Listen, no one. and
2: my, in my experience in the short goings with this book and kind of tingle with the programming there's a couple of things one um Get after it. Getting after it is fun. Yeah. Um, keeping it simple is great because once you get into a rhythm, you get so efficient. And um, keep your progress slow, man. It's okay to make that one to three kilo jump. Everyone wants that 10 20 pound PR, but 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 keep it light. But I'll tell you the one big thing that <sighs> I'm gonna just come out and say it plain, Jake. Let's hear like, it. Real obese people are making really bad decisions, like across <laughs> the board. It's real. Listen, it is nearly Planted impossible. To me. What do you got? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've been force feeding myself, and the the you not only have to force feed yourself, you have to be force feeding yourself and doing nothing. Like, yeah, that's how you get there. Yeah, and I've had to to put on two pounds over this week. Now, like I said, I got I got eight real quick. Bulked up easy, but I've hit this kind of set point. And mind you, I'm fighting a lot of things. I've been I've been between 183 and 190 since college. Like I just I've been pre- so I get it. There's going to be a moment where I have to push through, but to to make that 92 to 94 jump, I had to start sitting at work because mm-hmm. <laughs> I teach. I stand when I teach. Yeah, um, I had to kind of taper some running I do in between sessions, and um, I've really had to kind of like. When I coach my girls Monday through uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm in the mix. I'm getting after it. I'm jumping around. I had to stop doing the ups with them, you know? So <laughs> and that's to put on two pounds of muscle. So look, uh, I just move a little bit and eat real food. And that's the other thing. I'm not doing it with junk. So I do one shake. I, you know, so I'm, I did have to add a shake. So I'm not doing his shake that he recommends later, but um, I'm drinking a quart of kefir a day with um, protein powder in it, and then nice. I'm also throwing protein powder in my morning coffee. But in between, I'm eating meals, regular meals. Um, so I'm getting either a, I'm alternating a, uh, a rotisserie chicken and a big London broil, and along with regular dinners. And I keep nuts with me at work. I'm snacking all the time. Like, dude, it's all <laughs> I can do. So, yeah. Um, listen, man, start standing while you work. I mean, t- the other side of this is if you don't want to gain weight, you don't have to. Yeah. Just... <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> and, a dedicated you know, process, right? Yes. Like, uh, this, Yeah. Um, you, you're spot on. I think that like, uh, when you're eating good food, like there's an emphasis there on the good part, right? Like when you're eating yes. good food, nutrient dense food, like it is tough. It's tough to get like, uh, it's tough to gain weight with that. It's tough to, um,
2: we have to eat all day. I think of gorillas, you know, and I think, you know, bodybuilders aren't stupid. They're just dedicated to eating a lot of food. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're probably brain power is going towards eating because they have to for sure. Yeah. And, and you think about a gorilla. I've heard someone say like, you know, fire was such a big deal for us because we didn't have to spend all the time chewing and digesting as opposed to a gorilla eating those fibrous deals and they're just chewing all day. I feel mm-hmm. like that gorilla trying to do this. <laughs> you know, I could just go up, but you know, I w- I was finding when I get too sh- I f- this where I'm at with this amount of protein powder is best for my belly. Yeah, just if I go higher, if I start integrating milk, um, so, I just don't like the digestive stuff. So I'm still tinkering with my best. Kind of food process and what I can add into things, but we're getting there. I started throwing some wild stuff in my shake: a big scoop of coconut oil, a big scoop Ooh, of peanut butter. Go. My my kids are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm trying to find calories <laughs> and <laughs> leave me <you> alone, kids." <laughs> yeah. They're like Doritos and Dots pretzels are good, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to turn gray. And they're not wrong, big.
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doritos are good. Oh yeah. man. Um Yeah. So guys, look like key takeaway here from this very first, the time factor, very first article in this book, right? Um, don't waste your time is, is what it is, right? right? Like be, be purposeful, be direct, be intentful with what you do. You don't need to spend and don't be distracted is another big one. Like you don't need to spend three hours in the gym, chasing everybody else, know where you're at, stick, uh, stick with the basics. Um, there's eight simple movements that you can do again. And we'll put this in the show notes, I guess, but there's a, a, a shoulder press, a bent over row, bench press, curl squats, pullovers, deadlifts, or stiff-legged deadlifts and leg press or leg raise. Like from a sagittal plane standpoint, that's perfect. And then, uh, you know, be rough, be rough with it. Like <laughs> be uh, be, get after is what that means. So um, be in temple with what you're training. Don't waste your time and you'll and uh, eat good food and get good sleep.
2: Yeah, and so all the CrossFitters out there, do not do Cindy after. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be laying on the floor like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your workout is over after
2: hanging leg raises. <laughs> get out of the gym. You might actually enjoy yourself and people might like you more because you'll be talking less about CrossFit too. So get in there. <laughs> That's true. Get, get in there. Uh, get in there and enjoy it, man. But yeah, stick with it. Try it, and try it for two weeks straight and tell me you don't like what happens.
1: Yeah. Cause you're going to love it. You're yeah, love I it. think so. Yeah. Well, cool. Joe, man. Great chatting with you. I'm excited. I thought this was a really good opening, uh, opening article here, man. The, uh, the lessons are, um, they're transferable to many different aspects of life, but we're sticking with it on training right now. So I love it. So love next it. up, we're going to talk about concentration. How do you concentrate a little bit more during your workouts?
2: It's self hypnosis. Get yeah. ready.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, guys, thanks for following along, Joe. Uh,
0: as always, great chatting with you.
2: Get after it, gang.
0: Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athlete's Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.